This is Trash Talk with your host, Garrett the Trashman. What is up, everybody? This is Garrett the Trashman, and you are listening to Trash Talk. As usual, we've got the co-host, John Ballard, and um, we're excited. we got a guest, um, Mike, today from, uh, oh, you're... The Pine Top Coffee House. The Pine Top and, Coffee House. And Roasting Company. And Roasting Company. Awesome. We're super happy to have you on today, Mike. How are you doing today? Really good, thanks. Awesome. Yeah, it's a it's a beautiful spring day on the mountain today. Amen. Amen. That it that's, is. That's for sure. So, uh, yeah, let's dive into the rants. John, you ready? Yeah, I am. Today's today's rant is it's a tad bit philosophical, but uh, I was listening to something this morning, and the person was talking about um, about how uh, if we focus too much on the future, we have a lot of empty yesterdays. Mm-hmm. And that phrase kind of caught me. Of like, I think you know, I I think a lot about the future and what I want to do and such, but um, I think it's always good to realize that. Today is yesterday's future. And mm. so, like, you know, we need to just kind of be present, like, enjoy life, you know, be where you're at, be where your feet are at, and, and enjoy what you're doing and, and, and where you're at instead of always thinking about what's coming up. Um, that was kind of just a good reminder to me of, like, hey, you know, life's to be enjoyed, and uh, if we're not enjoying it, then make changes and do it now. Yeah. So don't do it tomorrow. Don't do it a week from now. Like, Excellent. hey, you know, it's it, – Time, time is what it is, and you know it. We're we're on the Earth one less day than the day before every day, and so, you know, just enjoy life. That's well, great. Yeah, time keeps marching on. It does. It, it's so easy for me to get caught up too of like the future. Oh, I can't wait to build, and and that's exciting. But yeah, slowing down to, uh, um, especially um, with my kids, try to do that because man, I can't I can't believe how fast they're growing. It's like <sighs> oh yeah, crazy. I mean, they're still young, but... Uh, We're getting my oldest ready for school. And I'm like, <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> Then I just get out of school. Like, yeah, <laughs> no yeah, kidding. Good. Yeah, that's nuts. Yeah. So. Awesome. Well, Mike, what's on your mind? Hey, I'll piggyback off of that. Uh-huh. Um, you know, time for change is every day. My wife and I would have been married 40 years uh, this coming weekend. Wow. So we've got a lot of yesterdays, and we don't have a lot of empty ones. Uh-huh. You know, That's we've awesome. had great life together. We've been very fortunate for uh, many things in our lives. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got two, two kids, uh, six grandkids, so I can relate. We're getting grandkids ready for school. Oh, wow. That's so incredible. So it's awful lot of fun. And, um, you know, uh, those comments about empty yesterdays are, are certainly well well taken from me because yeah. uh, I try to live my life every day and do the best I can every day for my family and for myself, for my friends, uh, for my my owner over here, Faith, the dog, <laughs> uh, and, and have a lot of fun with it. Yeah. And, and this has been one of the funnest experiences I think I've ever had because I've been a corporate guy all my life. So to own my own business has been a real refreshing change for me and a lot of fun. Awesome. Wow. Well, I'm super excited to get into this podcast and learn more about, right. about your process through corporate and then owning your own business because yeah that's uh and yeah definitely right when i walked in met you it was like man this is a guy that's uh i felt was was living for today happy you know it was great <laughs> Having a good time yeah awesome love it well great well I'll, uh, I'll jump in with my rant then um and it's gonna be like the same three rants i had for the past like three weeks because uh <laughs> so so john here like three weeks ago recommended a book to me um and it's john huntsman i don't know if you know him yeah absolutely his uh, barefoot to billions mm-hmm. book and 
Um, I, I kept telling John, like, oh, man, I can't believe he did this. And John's just like, like wait. keep <laughs> waiting. Just wait. Just wait. Like, this guy is, man, he, Blow your mind. he goes for what he wants, and he just goes after it no matter what everyone else is telling him. He's just tenacious and just, uh, you know, uh, a super powerful creator, knows what he wants to create and goes after it. And uh, I was lucky enough yesterday to uh, get to uh, get to be trucking a little bit. Um, we wanted to give a couple of our guys a day off um, to take Memorial Day because in the trash business, we don't take very many days right. off. Two two holidays a year is what we take. And uh, They were here this morning. Yeah, exactly. So uh, so one of my uh, truck drivers, he's been working really hard, so we said, hey, take the day off. We'll pay you the holiday pay that you were going to get, and I'll, I'll cover for you, which I was super excited because it gave me a chance to listen to to that book for about oh nine hours. It's so <laughs> It's so, so good. And the part that I was just – boggled is he had given his word to uh oh my gosh this part's so good yeah he'd given his word to um charitable donations you know <laughs> told people hey yeah I'll, you can count on me um and he doesn't really get too specific of in that instant what the charitable charitable donations were but um some stuff in the economy and in his industry specific where things were just going crazy in his business was going years without turning a profit he was keeping it going by funding it himself he was wow. Um, you know, everyone around him was urging bankruptcy. His, his banks wanted to call in the notes, everything like that. And this guy was going and getting loans to be able to pay for the charitable contributions wow. that he said he would do. And his bankers were going crazy. They're like, how, I can imagine. How can you get a loan to, <laughs> to do a donation? He's like, no, I gave my word that I was going to donate X amount. They're counting on me. Um, I'm good for it. I promise I'll get us out of this, uh, this predicament that we're in. But I gave my word, and so come hell or high water, we're uh, we're donating this money, and uh, I I just thought that was incredible. One to be that committed to um, helping others, and two to uh, um, yeah, just be that that brave to <laughs> to go about and do it and have that much faith in yourself. So well, it's incredible that you know he he had he had the fortitude to keep his word. Like he said, listen, I'm an, I, I commit to this, you know. And and when he donated money, it wasn't like, oh yeah, I'll give you five grand. It was like <laughs> yeah. astronomical. Yeah. Yeah. that's incredible. Yeah, it really. What a story. Yeah, it really is. So I again, I'll recommend that book to everyone. Barefoot to billions. Um, it, it's it, it's incredible. I guess I know what I'm gonna buy <laughs> yeah. this afternoon. Yeah, he's like my hero. Like when I grow up, I want to be like him. <laughs> he is. He uh, yeah. yeah just, Phen- phenomenal book. Yeah. All right. So let's uh, thank Larson Waste um, for sponsoring this podcast. You've got till the end of, I can't even think what month it is, May. <laughs> I was going to say March. Um, you've got till the end of May to take advantage of that tr- temporary six-yard deal we've got going on. Um, so give our office a call. Um, you've got till the last day of May, so only a couple days left where we're waiving the delivery fee. Um, for those temporary six yards, they're perfect for cleaning out your garage, your yard, whatever you've got, those quick cleanups. Um, all you're paying is the tipping fee. So, And if you're a Larson Waste customer, you get your residential trash um, a month of that for free if you take take advantage of this deal. So uh, hit up Larson Waste, take advantage of the deal before uh, May, and appreciate them sponsoring this podcast, and, and let's jump into it. Great. So... Let, let's start this way, Mike. Why don't, why don't you give us a little bit of an introduction? Because you gave us a little bit of one right at the start. But, right. Uh, introduce yourself, um, who you are, what you do, your business, a little bit like that. Well, my name is Mike Moffenbeyer, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm the owner of the Pine Top Coffee House and Roasting Company. Uh, my corporation that I 
do business under is called Mountaintop Specialty Services Incorporated. So I started a corporation so that I could open the coffee house, mm -hmm. uh, hoping maybe to be able to branch out into some other things at some point in time. So I've already got the corporate umbrella. I already got the coffee shop, and we'll see what happens with us next. Awesome. So, uh, you know, been in business for, been in the business world for about 40 years. Uh-huh. Uh, always in corporate America, always working for somebody else. Worked for the Coca-Cola company for 20 years. Oh, wow. Uh, was a global director at Coke. Uh, managed some international customers, got to travel around, see some things in the world that I wouldn't have been able to probably do on my own. Uh -huh. uh, worked for a company called uh, DS Services of America. They were a water and coffee company. So that's kind of how I got introduced into coffee. I went to Coffee University, if you can believe there is such a thing. I did. <laughs> I did so not know that. <laughs> I learned how to cup coffee and roast coffee, and I learned about the intricacies of the regions wow. of the world where coffee comes from. Mm -hmm. So I learned a whole bunch about that stuff. It was a tremendous amount of fun. Cup 3,000 cups of coffee at Coffee College, so wow. that was fun. Um, then I was a vice president of sales for a food service company, so I stayed kind of in the beverage and food industry down in Austin, Texas, called Accent Food Services, and uh, eventually had the opportunity to go to work for a company called WaterLogic, and WaterLogic does water filtration. Uh, I worked in a specialty uh, division of their business that had coffee and something called Pureza, which was sparkling water that was sold in restaurants. It was a sparkling water device, much like a, a soda dispenser or something like mm -hmm. that. So it was an awful lot of fun. And a few months ago, uh, this coffee shop came up for sale. My daughter has a home up here. I was living in Austin, Texas. She called me. I'd been here a few times, loved the coffee. And she says, hey, Beth is selling her coffee shop. Are you guys interested? And my wife kind of laughed, and I says, you know, I kind of am interested. I've been wearing a suit for many, many years. I'd, I'd love to hang up the tie. Uh -huh. And uh, started negotiations about last Thanksgiving. And uh, as of March 30th, uh, 2020, I became the owner of this wonderful 500-square-foot mecca of a building <laughs> called the Pine Top Coffee House and Roasting Company. So we just started off having business at the beginning of uh, the COVID. And uh, quite honestly, we've felt like it's worked out pretty good for us so far. So very blessed. Wow. wow. That's incredible. Mm -hmm. that's, that's, that's pretty neat because, I mean, not a whole lot of people, one, after that many years of being in one area of their life are, are willing to just say, nah, let's go do this. You know, th th that's a lot of years of security and routine and habits to just say, ah, let's go try this. It sure was. It was a huge risk. It was a huge risk. And, again, you know, I, I just – I never really had that bug because I was always secure. I was always had, you know, everything I needed. The company paid for everything. So to walk in the door and make sure that my funding was at a point where I knew that I'd be able to sustain for a period of time if something were to happen. Mm -hmm. I'm so fortunate and, and, you know, glad that we we did what we did uh, because, you know, there are a lot of people that have, would have really struggled had they, had they pinched their pennies a little too much at the beginning of a venture like this. Mm-hmm. Uh, to be able to come through it like we have so far. And, you know, the future's still ahead of us, to, yeah. to use your opening rant. Um, we'll see. Wow. So corporate America is something that uh, is so curious to me because I have, I don't, I've always been super distant from that. Um, you know, my, my grandpa um, was an entrepreneur, had a bunch of businesses. Um, my dad was the same way. And so I don't really have very many people in my life that, um, or in corporate America. So I see movies and hear talks about it, but I just don't know much about it. So in corporate America, um, like I said, it was time to hang up the, the suit and tie, but it doesn't sound like that was like a miserable experience for you. I'm, I'm curious to know 
how was corporate America for you? What what'd you like about it? What what's dislike and and kind of how would you compare that to running your own business? Well, you know, I, first of all, I, you know, I kind of started my my adult life. I was in the military. I was in the U.S. Army for a few years. I uh, got out of the Army and I was looking for a job. Uh huh. And I started off, believe it or not, at the Coca-Cola company. I was driving a truck. Okay. And I, I had some great mentors. So mm-hmm. what did I like about it? I love the people I worked with in corporate America, by and large. Mm-hmm. People that guided me along, that taught me a lot of things. You know, I was always kind of a sponge anyway. Mm-hmm. And to have mentors like I had was so beneficial uh, to guide me along, get me to the next step, the next step, the next step. And that's kind of how I looked at my career was as a, as a tall staircase going up upward. Mm-hmm. And I had some great jobs. I mean, I drove a truck. I was a regional manager. I did repair and service work. Uh, I did all kind. I worked with marketing assets down in Florida, so I worked with all the sports teams that oh, were fun. based in Florida uh-huh. and the entertainment properties. So I worked at Disney and Busch Gardens and those types oh, wow. of places, along with the hockey, NFL, Major League Baseball teams that were based in Florida. So I, I had a great gig down there, mm-hmm. but it was a step, and it took me to the next level where you know I, I became a director and then eventually a global director. And uh, and there was some reorganization that went on the organization, and you know I was very benef- I was very lucky that you know I had the opportunity to to move out in a very smooth way, a, a nice smooth transition. Um, you know th- that's one of the things I probably didn't like about it is because there's always that risk of hitting the glass ceiling or some a reorganization, mm-hmm. something like that happening. Kind of stuff outside of yeah, your control. Outside outside of your control. Uh, but you know the the positive side of it, met great people, great customers. You know, had a great product to be able to sell at Coke and the other companies that I worked with as well. Uh, so I always felt really, really blessed uh, that I was in a good position to be able to take the skills that I had learned and developed over time and be able to move them into other occupational type situations mm-hmm. uh, that that fit well with my skill set. Yeah. yeah. Wow. And work with people for me is just, I mean, that's always a plus. I, I love it. I love being in here this morning. People walking in the door, and mm-hmm. they're they're all shocked. I can tell when they walk in and just see us sitting here. Like, yeah. well, what's going <laughs> what's on? What's going here? on? Yeah. <laughs> how, how, how come Mike's got a headset on over there? But we have a lot of regular customers who come in here. It makes this a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Transitioning into this kind of entrepreneurial phase of my life at uh, pushing 60 years old is wow. interesting. I know I carry it well, don't I? <laughs> I wouldn't, I wouldn't guess. <laughs> so, also, you've you've made a big change. With where you're at, I mean, Pine Top's a big difference from uh, Austin. Um, how how are you getting along? Not having uh, all the um, handy things that might come along with being in a big city like Austin that we just don't have here on the mountain. You know, it's interesting that you say that because we were just talking about it yesterday. My wife is from Kansas. I was born and raised in South Dakota. Mm-hmm. Uh, we met when I was in the Army, and we've lived in uh, we lived in Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, we lived in Tampa, Florida. Uh, you lived in Austin, Texas, so we've always lived around a large metropolitan area. Yeah. So coming up here, it is quite a bit different, mm-hmm. uh, to say the very least. Uh, not near the array of amenities, mm-hmm. uh, but at the same time, it's really nice that I'm bumping into people on the street all the time that I've met just in the short time that I've been here. So it feels real, really like a family and a community. Mm-hmm. And I will say this about this area. These small businesses and the business owners that I've had the great fortune to meet here, are just so kind. I mean, everybody has just been wide open to give us ideas and suggestions on how we can improve our business. Um, I'm a listener, so I believe knowledge speaks and wisdom listens. And it's really, 
you know, it's really good when you have the chance to, to meet other people who have been successful and can learn from them. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. I just loved what he just said right there. Like, I, I think that's awesome. And it, it's just cool to see, you know, how, you know, you're, you know, for what, 40 years you said, or, or almost that, you know, here was your experience of business. And now it's like you've almost just tipped it on its head. That's and really true. just seen a complete different side of it. And they're both good. No question about it. I mean, you know, the, the transition to, you know, spending somebody else's money, quite honestly, to spending mm -hmm. your own. Uh, and really, you know, not that I, I've always spent everybody's money like it was. Yes, now. yeah. I mean, that's just you wouldn't be successful in business if you didn't do well, that. Well, that's probably why you were able to go up the staircase, yeah. and you know, you didn't didn't view it as because uh, I know. It, I mean, I've got a lot of drivers. There's a difference between a driver that views that truck as his truck right. and something that oh, it's a company that's got money coming out of its ears. Yeah. Doesn't matter how I treat it, you know. So uh, yeah, I would say that that would make sense that you treated spending other people's money like it was yours. Sure. Uh, but kind of, yeah, I guess I kind of wavered from the question. You know, the the, the area is just, it, it's fantastic. The weather up here is unbelievable. I mean, uh, you know, my daughter lives down in the valley, mm -hmm. and she has a home up here in, over in Sholo. Okay. And it's just, that's how I got to know this area. Mm -hmm. And if you can't fall in love with this weather alone, you know, you're, probably a little bit crazy because <laughs> i've lived in florida i lived in georgia i've lived in texas i mean it's been hot almost everywhere except for when i was a kid growing up and uh -huh. so to be able to come up here and walk outside it's 37 degrees outside this morning i got short sleeves on it doesn't even feel cold because there's zero humidity in the air mm -hmm. it's unbelievable um just just uh really enjoying the experience and enjoying serving people in the community when they come in here and when i roast coffee in the morning and i open that flue up in the morning for the first time and the the smoke from those coffee ro uh, wafts out into the street. People start making U-turns out there to come back here and get coffee. Yeah, the, it's a pretty, the, the, pretty good feeling. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, so I, I know absolutely nothing about coffee. So I think it'd be interesting because you've got bags of coffee here. You've got your roaster here. Um, could you give me like a, a real quick course? Like what, what happens? What are you doing when you're roasting? And, and how does this all, all work? I mean, obviously there's a lot to it if they've got a full university for it. Yeah. But – uh. But a quick, uh, I don't know, uh, Coffee 101 sure. real quick. Re Reader's sure. Digest yeah. version. Well, Reader's Digest version. Well, we buy green beans from all over the world. Mm -hmm. So coffee is graded based upon the quality of the bean and the coffee, the amount of debris in it and those types of things as it comes off of the farms and around the world. So mm -hmm. almost all of the coffee in the world is grown around the equator between the Tropic of Cancer and the Tropic of Capricorn. That, those are mountainous regions that have the right humidity level for this stuff to be able to grow. So it actually grows, and when it comes off the trees, it's, it looks like a cherry. Coffee mm -hmm. cherries is actually what they call it. The farmers spread this stuff out on, the, on these huge beds, and they rake through it, and they let it dry out, and then the mucilage comes off, and, and eventually you have these coffee beans, two beans in each one of these cherries. So, you know, it's graded, uh, tested, and then we import the coffee beans for the blends that we use through, uh, through a broker. They're shipped into our store, and once they're here, we have certain blends that have been created by the founder who created the, the brand that I sell. Mm -hmm. And um, there's a process that goes through. We mix the beans. So we use mostly blends. Uh, the blends go into the roaster. Uh, we roast those coffees for between 8 and 13 minutes, depending upon the roast and what we're looking for in the coffee. Mm -hmm. uh, at certain specific temperatures, so you have a charge temperature, you have a transition temperature, you have a discharge temperature. All the stuff has to be perfect. So it's, it's a lot of science to it. 
but there's some art to it too. Wow. And when I'm roasting coffee and people are in here, I look like a mad scientist when I'm <laughs> behind the roaster. If I got up there and gave you a demonstration, you'd probably flip out and say there's something wrong with this guy. <laughs> well, you're probably already saying that anyway. <laughs> Nonetheless, uh, you know, once the coffee batch is completed, it has to cool and it, it has to degas, is what they call it. Uh, you know, we keep it in, in buckets underneath here and we get it prepared in our packages for our customers. We roast coffee at least two times a week, sometimes three times a week. So we love our coffee to be fresh. There's nothing better than picking up a, a really fresh cup of coffee and people notice the difference. Mm -hmm. uh, most coffees that you buy in a supermarket or something are probably on the shelf for six to 12 months, believe it or not. Oh, wow. My coffee was roasted, some of it yesterday. Yeah. Uh, wow. So, you know, everything that's on the shelves has been roasted in the last week. And it, it, it makes it really, really fun when people come in and they get to see it going through the process because we do it right here in our shop. Mm -hmm. We're the only ones up here on the mountain that roast our own coffee. Uh, so we're really proud of the products that we sell. We're now carrying some chocolate, believe it or not, that's made with some of our coffee grounds that are right in the, cof oh, right in nice. the chocolate. Huh. So a local, another local business, yeah. Black River Chocolate, came into our shop. We had got into a conversation. They said they were going to make some chocolate for us suggested that they put our coffee in it and it's just delicious so i mean wow. this part of that local partnership that i talked about a little bit ago uh that yeah. continues to allow us to you know experiment do different things and have a have an awful lot of fun making connections yeah well that's something that's that is special from the the mountain compared to to bigger areas is you just got the opportunity to um, collaborate with other businesses and different things like that. Just a lot like you more. guys being here today. I mean, it means a ton to us that you guys would consider us and think about us. And we're, you know, we're grateful for the opportunity to sit down today. Yeah. Uh, well, we're, we're happy yeah. you were willing to. <laughs> Absolutely. The podcast scares a lot of people. They hear that and they're like, uh, I don't know about that. What, what do you mean? What are we going to do? So yeah, we're, we were happy that you were uh, so willing to come on. Great. One, one other thing that I, I find kind of neat is that you're also creating a new experience for all the coffee lovers. Absolutely. You know, and, and you're bringing an experience that, you know, hey, maybe some of these people have never had and kind of opening up the doors to, to, to other experiences for them just when it comes to, you know, their coffee. It is an awful lot of fun. I mean, it, it's amazing how many people come in and they'll ask us if I have a single origin coffee or, you know, they have some knowledge. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you can really engage. We had a group of people in here over the weekend that were from Venezuela, Argentina. So when they saw these bags of coffee, because those are coffee-growing regions in the world, they were, they just went crazy. They couldn't believe that somebody was up here roasting coffee huh. uh, on the mountain. Yeah. And uh, we just had the best time talking to them. We're showing them the different types of beans, you know, how they look different, what makes them di taste different because the soil in different parts of the world is different. The altitude is really important when you're growing coffee. And to give people a little bit of education is awful lot of fun. Yeah. It really is. That's great. You and I need to find those Argentines and convince them to opening up a restaurant. Oh, dude, I was thinking the exact same thing. I'm like, Get some empanadas. Dude, I saw a picture of some Milanesas like this big the other day, and I was like, oh, that looks so good. Yeah, John and I both had the opportunity in, in different areas, but we spent a couple of years down in Argentina as missionaries. Oh, great. So, uh, yeah, I heard you say Argentines. I'm like, huh? What? Where, where are they? Where did they go? <laughs> yeah. See if they can cook me some good Argentine food. Uh, oh, yeah. Well, that's, that's awesome. Well, Let's uh let's wrap this up then. Is there anything anything else you want want to say about your business about uh you um what what more would you have us know? Uh, I I just say this you know come in and try our coffee. Uh, it's delicious. Um, and it's not just coffee. We do frappes and we do smoothies. We have shaved ice here for kids. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, so we have a lot of different things to be so able to So you have hot chocolate. We have hot chocolate. I'm not about Absolutely. hot chocolate. We keep some pastries in here, uh, the chocolate that I mentioned earlier as well. And, uh, you know, I just encourage people to come by and give us a try. They'll have a lot of fun. And I'll just say, you know, kind of in closing, thank you guys again for coming in. You're very kind, and, and uh, we feel very grateful and honored to have the chance to sit down with you guys today. All right. Awesome. Yeah, this, this sounds great. Um, how do people connect with you? Uh, yeah. they, can, they can connect with us. Uh, we have a website. Uh, the pinetopcoffeehouse.com or they can reach out to us at 404-277-0101 and our email is mountaintop ssi mountaintop specialty services incorporated at gmail.com perfect all right that sounds good well appreciate you guys listening give us a five-star review um share the podcast with your friends if you know one anyone on the mountain that likes coffee make sure you share this podcast with them um, you can follow me, Garrett the Trashman, across any of the platforms, Larson Waste, across any of the platforms. John, what you got? Follow us at Ballard Senior Home Care on Facebook. We'll put out some good information there. Perfect. All right. Sounds like you guys got some new things coming, too. A little bit. All right. We're working on some stuff. Cool. All right. We'll appreciate you guys listening. Talk to you later. Peace. <laughs>